Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. I'm glad to be home. Up all night on a red, red eye, flying in from New York City. This week, I've been in Chicago and New York. I spent the first part of the week in my own coach class and then coaching two groups of entrepreneurs. I'm so grateful for that opportunity. I get to swim with some of the most amazing people in the world, and that's what I call it swim. Swim in an environment of positivity. What I call gratitude entrepreneurs that are out to make a difference. They're not out to just change their lifestyle. They're out to change the world. And I so appreciate being with them. And then we had our first ever inaugural Empowered Wealth Summit. For the first time ever, over the last couple of years, we've been doing a thing called ACT, which is Ambassador Collaboration and Training, which allows other people of whatever their industry may be to be able to use our languaging, their expertise, their base, their profession, to be able to use our languaging to while they're doing what they do best at the same time to do what we believe in and everything we do we believe in empowering leaders families and communities slash organizations that's what we do everything that we do is based upon that and so this allows others to embrace that vision as well to develop the empowered wealth mindset as well but using their talents and abilities to go forth walked away from that meeting blown away Ron and I looked at each other and said this exceeded expectations. The leadership in that room, the passion in that room to make a difference, to reach out and do exactly that, to empower leaders, to empower families, and to empower communities and organizations to rise up to a new standard, to rise up to this level of mindset shift, uh, of the empowered wealth mindset shift, was exhilarating, to say the least. And in some many, many respects, humbling. The responsibility to grab it and go with it, the need to move along with it has never been greater. Never before, never before have we been in a time when we need more true leaders, leaders they can see beyond tomorrow, not manage, but see beyond tomorrow out into the future and are willing to make decisions today so that they can have a bigger future tomorrow. Management looks at decisions on what can happen Right now, what's the next poll going to say? What's the next quarterly returns going to say? We need leaders who are strong, fundamentally strong, faith-based, powered, wealth-minded leaders that are willing to be able to hold their pivot foot, to be able to keep that pivot foot in place, and to be able to lead those that are hungry and thirsty for guidance in today's world. I went from there then directly to the United Nations, where I've been asked to be a delegate on a organization called Novus, Novus Summit, and it was bringing together thought leaders in areas of science, technology, and innovation from around the planet to address the issues of the United Nations um, directive. I mean, we had 193 nations that all signed this directive on sustainability for the planet Earth, 17 different areas that they wanted to work on, commendable areas to be able to focus in on and to be able to take care of between now and 2015 is when it was initiated, and 2030. 193 leaders of nations signed this. The purpose of this summit was to bring together technology and innovation and science leaders to discuss and to learn from each other, but to discuss how can we accelerate the process. And, um, you know, I found that very, very fascinating. The thought is the government's not mobile enough to do it. Big, gov- big business is not quick enough to do it. And so that leaves the entrepreneurial spirit, the entrepreneurial mindset to be able to do that. 
I so enjoyed this meeting. It was like TED Talk on steroids, one great speaker after another. Um, great leaders in different areas and I so felt humbled to be there. I'm not sure I know why I was there. All I know is that I was invited to be there. I didn't know a soul other than uh, one person who was Ken Newman, who is he and his wife have been through our horizon and have the Empowered Wealth Mindset, and he's on the board of the um, 10X Prize uh, organization. And uh, I'm so grateful to be with him and his insight and his groundedness to have somebody with the Empowered Wealth Mindset to talk to. And um, But, um, you know, and as I talk to people around the room, and they said, what do you do? And I said, well, everything I do, I believe in empowering leaders, families, and communities slash organizations. And they would go, families? Wow, that's the first time anybody's ever talked about that. Now, isn't that interesting? Now, there's more empirical data. There's more data that happened there. There's more experiences that happened there that I don't feel at liberty to talk about in this kind of a forum, but just brought home so important to me the fact that everybody's missing the boat as it relates to what really, where can we really ultimately, the long-term view of where we ultimately make a difference. Yes, we can come in and make sure people have water. Yes, we can make sure food. And that's so, so, so important. But nobody's giving some thought to what are the stability factors that hold these things together. And when you really look at the three great stabilizers since the beginning of time, one is religion, not a specific religion per se, but religion in and of itself has proven that if it's strong, the country's strong, the people are stronger. Politics, same thing. If it's strong, fundamentally, morally straight, then the country holds together. Look at what the Constitution has done for the United States of America. It was religion-based, and it's strong. And the third thing, which has been around longer than both of those, is family. And when the family's strong, then we've got something to build on. In this last horrific week, when uh, the murders that happened on the policemen, and hearing and, uh, and uh, you know, the innocent and seeing a mother of one of these policemen stand up and say, it's not the guns, it's what it is, is it's we've got to get back to the family. And I'm so convinced that the stabilizer that can help us whether the storm of exponential growth is the family. So are we future ready? That was my big question when I was there. Are we future ready? We know the future is coming. And there was so much data talking about how it's coming at us exponentially. You know, I, uh, the, the concept of we don't really understand. We're deceived by the concept of exponential growth. If I walk 30 paces and my pace is one yard, then I'm going to be, linear thinkers will tell me, linear thinking will tell me I'm going to be 30 paces out. But if I take one step and then I double it 30 times from there, double it each time, that's exponential growth. And that exponential growth then is, will take us around the world 26 times. 26 times. And so we have exponential growth going on us like this. And so... How far was that? How long did it take us to get the second half? The first half took us uh, 29 steps. The second half took us one step. So each step accelerates faster. The amount of what gets done is done, so much more is done. And so this change is hurtling at us, and we're looking at it for positive, a part of the world is looking at it for positive change, but then there's a part of the world, when you talk about, for example, the concept of virtual reality, and ocular glasses, and being able to uh, mimic the senses of sight, smell, sound, touch, touch, 
They're saying within five years, our nervous system through the ocular glasses will be in place that we'll actually feel somebody's handshake when we shake their hand. But what other industry is driving that, pouring millions, billions of dollars into that industry to advance that technology faster that wants to include touch in their perverted way? There's a threat that's on families. There's a threat that's on our world. And there's a threat. And what it's lacking is moral consciousness. There wasn't one discussion about families. I was pleased that several of the speakers brought their families with them and talked about their families. But that was the only thing. They talked about how secure and how they provided a base for them and how grateful they were for them. But you think it would rise to the level of a topic because we did talk about other types of things that I would say are just the opposite of family. But we did not get into how, how to strengthen the family and the importance of moral consciousness as it relates to resolving these 17 issues. Uh, never before have I felt the urgency, the passion that what we're doing to empower leaders, leaders in business, family, home, community, to empower businesses, to empower families, to empower communities and organizations, to be able to come back to moral consciousness and to come back to those things that matter most. I'm grateful for the things that I continue to learn from you. I'm grateful for the things I know that empowered wealth is not complete, but it's in the right direction. It's doing the right thing with the right people at the right time. Ronald Reagan says the future does not belong to the faint hearted. It belongs to the brave. It belongs to the brave. So are you future ready? Are you getting yourself future ready? Are you the leader that the world needs? I'll talk to you next week. Make this week meaningful.